Blog Talk Radio. Yes, it's Janice. Hello. Hi, Janice. This is Gabby Natalie. How are you doing? I am doing exceptional, Miss Gabby. I've been waiting to chat with you and very excited to uh, chat with you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you you enjoy the book, you like the book, and you got inspired by the virtual circle. Yes, I did. The book uh, is very, very inspiring. The virtual circle uh, officially comes out January the 5th, but luckily I've got my copy already. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we like. That's what we like. We like to spoil you guys. Oh, yes, and we love it. I know that I do, of course. Well, we'll just start off by saying the the virtuous circle um, is making break, breaking barriers for you because um, in addition to being a, and a three time Emmy award winning journalist and speaker entrepreneur, now you are the first Latina to be published by HarperCollins Leadership uh, label and division. What does that mean to you? How, how special is that to you? Well, I always like to say that um, every time we pioneer, we move the world forward. Every time we break barriers, we we move the world forward. And for me, it's a big honor to be the first Latina author to be published by HarperCollins Leadership Division. I truly believe that leaders become in all shapes, sizes, uh, gender, uh, ages, uh, skin colors, uh, nationalities, you name it. And for me, so it's very moving for me. And also I was very intentional uh, in fighting um, and, and pushing to be the narrator of my own audiobook. Uh, because if you go to Audible or many, or many of the services where you have audiobooks, you realize that you're not going to find narrators who sound like me. And this is a book about leadership. And if we have a uniformity of only, only native speakers as narrators, the message we are sending in in this space, for example, which this is a leadership book, uh, the message we are sending is that only a native speaker can be a leader. And as we know, leaders will come, we come in all shapes, sizes, forms, stories. And that's why, while it is a lot of extra work (laughs) to narrate the audio book, I am very happy to be breaking this barrier. It was a personal goal, and I know it's going to be something very meaningful for so many people who sometimes they are too scared, and I know it uh, from from listening to so many of them. They are even scared to go to the front of their class and present sometimes if they feel their uh, their accent or language or delivery uh, is not very polished. So I want to encourage everyone to break their inner barriers uh, so that we together can break some outer barriers. Exactly. We're coming into a new year, so why not use this book, The Virtuous Circle, to help motivate people should help motivate them to, you know, let 2021 be the, the year that you really break that barrier, just the way that you've done, I think. Absolutely, and so many people are pivoting, there's restarts, there's resets, <laughs> reshuffling, <laughs> all kinds of res. <laughs> uh, so uh, so it's, a, it's a moment where we really have to listen, as I say always, inner voice 
over outer noise. Exactly. And our inner voice is telling us sometimes that we have to change a couple of things, that there are things that are meaningful for us that have to take center stage in our lives. And, and in the virtual circle, really, it's everything that I've learned from interviewing the best of the best for decades, interviewing top performers, super achievers, trailblazers, successful underdogs in music, in culture, in sports, uh, in business, and everything that I've learned. Uh, one day I asked myself, um, what, what is the commonality? What is this invisible thread that I can see in people who are so different uh, in their professions, in their life stories, but all of them have something in common. They, they reached the top of their profession. Uh, and that thing that I believe they have in common is what I call and what I um, um, named the virtual circle. The virtual circle. Okay. Well, some of the people that you talked to and interviewed for this book, just a small list, Deepak Chopra, Carlos Santana, Isabella Lende, um, just a few. So these are very obviously very successful people. They're motivators. They're inspirers and such. So in addition to their talents, what sets them apart from everybody else that you found? And how can everybody else find that so-called it factor that these type of people have? Yes, and I was very intentional in selecting people who didn't have a head start in their life because there's a lot of people who have a head start and they do great things in their life, but most of us, we don't have a head start. So I interviewed all these extraordinary people who started, started from the bottom and we're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, what I found out that they have in common is the virtual circle. And the virtual circle basically is a seven archetypes. It's a system of seven archetypes that they have, that, but this system lives inside all of us. Seven archetypes uh, that we need to nurture and we need to activate. And I'm going to tell you so that everybody who's listening, think about your next project. Think about your dream. Think about your next big idea. And think about it in terms of the virtual circle, which is what I'm going to explain right now. These seven archetypes that live inside all of us start with the dreamer. The dreamer is the first archetype. The dreamer inside of us is the one that allows us to visualize. Before we execute, before something is in the world, it's in our mind first. So the first one is the dreamer. We visualize. The second one is the architect. The architect is the one in us that allows us to plan. We use it every day. We plan our meals. We plan our budget. We already are using our architect. The next one is the maker. The maker is the one that allows you to execute that dream, that vision. Many people fail in the maker. They dream, they plan, but they fail to execute. So if you're one of them, Make sure you nurture your inner maker. And when you start executing, what's going to happen is that you're going to have hits and misses. You're going to do things right and you're going to do things wrong. It's inevitable. So when that happens, if you're intelligent, you're going to learn and you're going to become the next archetype, which is the apprentice. The apprentice is the one you use 
to perfect your craft. And when you perfect your craft, you need the next one, which is the warrior. The warrior is the one of perseverance because there are so many people who are so great at what they do that they give up prematurely on their dreams. So you need that inner warrior. And when you have the perseverance of the warrior and the knowledge from the apprentice and you come across an opportunity, because sooner or later in life you come across opportunities, that's your moment of achievement. You become the champion. And what I tell every single champion that I meet is, champion, what are you using your achievements for? If you are using your achievements for something greater than yourself, to make this world a better place, you are going to inspire, my friend, and you are going to become the ultimate archetype, and that is the leader. And it's called the virtuous circle because with your next idea, with your next goal, with your next crazy endeavor, where do you go? Back to the beginning, back to being a dreamer, because the wheel of life never stops turning. That's why it's called the virtuous circle. Very well explained. I'm just taking notes as you were chatting there. (laughs) (laughs) I was. I am, I should say. But I'll tell you, you are such a, a perfect example of these entities, all your success story in life, because you, as many should know, you're originally from Argentina. You didn't come from a family with silver spoon in your mouth, so to speak. And you used all of these principles to get to where you are today. Uh, we got a mission that you're executive producer and host of this very successful Super Latina television show that's won you three daytime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Daytime Talent in the Spanish Language Program. I mean, and we could just go on and on. You've got 52 million people views on YouTube alone. I mean, you are the epitome of success of what this book is talking about. And so what do you usually tell your fans because they look at you where you are now and they don't know your journey. So how do you condense it to tell them Yeah, I I didn't have it this easy always. I feel it's very important, especially right now with uh, Mm -hmm. the moment we're living globally and individually, for people to know that starting small is not the same as thinking small. Oh, that's good. You can start... Mm-hmm. You can start small. I started... I'm an immigrant. I came to this country. I had no... um, no family members here, no friends. So it was really starting start a new beginning, a new a reverse in a way, if you want to call it. Um, and so I had to start again. And, and there's beauty also in restarting because there's freedom, because you get to reinvent who you are, you get to rethink uh, of your past, and then you have like a blank slate in front of you. Um, so I feel this is a moment where, where people are pivoting, they are thinking about their future, they are thinking about their priorities. And in that plan, I want the virtuous circle to be their accomplice, to be their best friend, to be the, to be the, the book and to be the philosophy that allows them to identify from their own um, 
journey and their own story and their own vision, which are the archetypes that are the strongest in them. For example, uh, some people say, uh, I'm really good at being a warrior. I persevere all the time, but I'm very bad at being a maker. I don't execute. So you know those are the ones that you have to pay more attention to. I personally, for example, know that I, when things don't go my way, I disconnect from my inner dreamer. And it's hard for me to see the world from a place of possibilities. But I know it. I am self-aware. And that's why when I catch myself disconnecting from my inner dreamer, I say, okay, Gabby, slow down, connect yourself with a place of possibilities. Because we have to remind ourselves that wonderful things can happen even in difficult times and that we always have to see the world from a place of possibilities. Definitely so. Well, along the way to, to your journey of uh, this mega success that you're now experiencing and sharing with the public, who are or, or did you have people, mentors that, that you looked to or read their books or listened to their videos or, or, or what? Yeah I, yeah, I absolutely, there's one person who died a few years ago, and it was the single person that I cried the most, but I never met him in person. I always had the fantasy of one day maybe having an interview with him, but I couldn't make it on time. Mm-hmm. And that is Dr. Wayne Dyer. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, called, yes, he's called the father of motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so he was such a pioneer. His his work was groundbreaking at the time. He started in the 70s with your erroneous sounds. And here's the thing: when you find somebody uh, like him, uh, whose work has been so meaningful, so meaningful in your life, because the first time I read his book, I was 16 years old, and I've had one of his books at uh, at my side every time I, I come crossroads or difficult moments. Um, so you feel like you have a friend, you know, that's why I love books so much. I started reading when I was really young because sometimes you have mentors in real life and that's wonderful. And I have come across people, my parents, people in my family who were good examples for me in my life. But some other times, you know, the people you want to talk to or the people you want to reach, they are not always available. They cannot always be your mentor. So many times your mentors don't even know that they are your mentors. (laughs) You are, you're watching their videos, you are reading their books, you're following their example. And, and we cannot underestimate the impact and the power that those people can have also in our own lives. And also, we cannot underestimate that we can absolutely be that person for somebody else, regardless of where we are in our own journey. And so, along the way, were there times when you just wanted to just give up and just say, okay, I'm throwing in the towel? And and how did you overcome that? Yes, absolutely. There were a lot of moments where you, you feel like giving up. Uh, and that's why I always feel that every day we have to recalibrate our energy, set our intentions. This is like the gym, you know. You're not going to have the biceps by doing <laughs> one workout. This is everyday exercise on your mindset, everyday work, uh, working on your intentions. And I'm going to share with you a story. 
of a day that I almost gave up. I graduated uh, in the year 2001 um, with my master's degree in Argentina, and I graduated to 20% unemployment, one of the biggest financial uh, and social crises in Argentina. Just to give you an example, we had five presidents in 10 days. Imagine that. Wow. Oh, <laughs> my <crazy>. goodness. <laughs> and so... And so I was looking for a job, and, and this book has a lot of things that are connected to what the world is going through right now, because it speaks a lot about uh, unemployment and being a small business owner. But at that time, I had spent almost two years unemployed, and I was starting to feel depressed, starting to feel low, because when you spend a lot of time unemployed, you mistakenly assume that the lack of response from the world, from these companies that you're applying to, this lack of response is an equivalent. You mistakenly assume that this lack of response is a reflection, an equivalent of what you have to offer as a professional or even as a person. So uh, the, in your mind, you tell yourself, nobody's calling because what I have to offer is worthless. And that is a trap we... Uh, we, we usually fall uh, when we spend a lot of time looking for a job. So I was in that place, you know, uh, about to give up. And one day I turned on television and I saw a TV show. Uh, it was a daytime show in Argentina with this TV host who was larger than life. She was phenomenal. And she had the quality that only great TV people have. And that is the quality of making you freaking forget about your travels when you're watching the television. That's it. And so, and so I watched her, and I was depressed, and I started laughing from whatever silliness was happening on the television. And I remember I told my boyfriend, who is now my husband, this is so amazing. Look at her. She's larger than life. In my next life, I want to work on camera. In my next life, I want to be in media. I said it carelessly without even thinking of what I was saying. And my boyfriend looked at me and he, he loved me so much. He's now my husband. And he made a question. He, he did a question that changed my life. He told me, if this makes you so excited, if this makes you so happy, why are you going to wait till your next life? to do it. And that question literally changed my life. I was so close, close, close to giving up, giving up prematurely on a dream that time proved it was within my reach. I was 22 or 23 years at the time, and I was already giving up on something that brought me so much happiness and so much joy. And the whole point of, of this conversation was that I realized that so many times in life, we jump to permanent conclusions based on temporary circumstances. We have temporary circumstances that we don't like. For me, it was unemployment. For somebody else, it could be, you name it, so many things going on right now. And 
we hurry. We jump to permanent conclusions. I was telling myself I would not be able to work in media or I would not going to be able to work on camera based only on a circumstance that was temporary, which was my unemployment and the Argentinian economic crisis. Um, so, so these moments where you're about to give up and you have to remind yourself, you know, that you have to be uh, able to see what I call see beyond the visible, see beyond your current circumstances, see yourself not just by who you are right here, right now, but see yourself with the eyes of potential, see yourself by who you can become. That's so key when you're about to give up. And another thing that is very key is find your tribe of allies. We all need allies. We all need good people in our lives. They don't need to be your family. They can be your family, but if they're not, that's fine. It can be your friend. It can be somebody you meet. But you're going to have weak moments. You're going to have sad moments. And when those moments come to your life, you need your tribe to remind you of your own greatness. You have to remind it to yourself, but it's very important that you also have that people that are going to be your allies uh, to remind you of, of your own greatness and, and potential. So that's what I would tell people. Oh, Natalie, I've just been, again, taking notes. I mean, you were talking to the choir, me, here, and that story, <laughs> you just don't know. Yes, I, I can so relate to that story. Oh, my goodness. And the solution at the end of the story. Um, and I think this time of year, we really need to hear inspiring uh information like that because as, as you well know you know when it's the beginning of a new year everybody has the so-called new year's resolutions and that lasts for about 20, 24 hours <laughs> and then it's over but what you're sharing is after the new year's eve and resolutions are over these are principles that we can carry and implement hopefully throughout the rest of the year throughout the rest of our lives um, everything that you have just shared and the information that is in your book, The Virtuous Circle. So now, of course, media is your middle and first and last name, especially with the success of your TV show, Super Latina. And so tell us what, in addition to the book, but what else can we expect to hear from you within uh, 2021, some other projects? Well, I became... Talk about timing. I always have the worst timing for every every, every project. Uh, but it's okay. You know, I've learned that, you know, there's always, you know, when I graduated with my master's degree in Argentina, there was 20% unemployment. Then when I became an entrepreneur here in the U.S., it was right before the economic crisis of the year 2008. My timing is always horrible. <laughs> okay. But still, you have to, yes, but still you have to make it work. So, Three, only three months before the global pandemic, I launched my uh, beauty line. My beauty line. What happened was that I was always on the go, on the road, and I needed to look good on camera. And I don't travel with a beauty squad or anything like that. I can do my own makeup, but I am a total disaster doing my hair. I don't have hair skills. So I created a line that is called Welcome All Beauty, welcomealbeauty.com, where you can find hair pieces and hair extensions 
to be camera ready in five minutes or less without professional help and also from your own home. Uh, and we launched this uh, three months before the global pandemic, and it's been a blessing in disguise because now with the uh, the change that we, we cannot travel as much and spending more time indoors, so many more people are looking for solutions in their own home, are looking for ways to do their own beauty routines at home. So we fit exactly on that description. Uh, so that is something that I love. And and sometimes I think like, oh, this is our, these are all different projects that I am uh, a part of or that I am launching. But you know what? It's part of the same message. It's part of the same message of self-reliance. It's part of the same message of, of spreading beauty, spreading hope, uh, thinking about your goals, thinking about your dreams, and bringing value to whoever is uh, in, in, your, in, in you know, your followers or your viewers or, or whatever. So these are different ways to express the same in a way. I totally agree with you because I know when I get my hair done, I just feel like I'm a whole different person, even if I'm going nowhere, which is like what we've all been saying. It's just something about having your hair looking as a woman. I don't know what that is, but I totally agree with you. It just gives you a whole different outlook, even if it's for just a day or two. I just love that. Yes. And at the center of my message and at the center of this company of Welcome All Beauty, it's the fact that women's time is severely underappreciated. Mm -hmm. That's why I created a line that is for you to be ready in five minutes or less because yes. nobody gives men a beauty routine that takes 30 steps. No, basically. Uh-huh. Nobody gives them a routine that takes a long time, but they do give us women these beauty routines that are, you know, multi-step and takes forever. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard a woman saying, hey, I have so much time. I don't know what to do no. <laughs> with my life. <laughs> uh, we're always deprived of our time. You know, we're always uh, time deprived. So, so that's why I thought, you know, there's a space for us to have something that will make us look incredibly fantastic in five minutes or less. And that's how... Welcome All Beauty was created. Well, I think somebody finally came up with the solution, and you did, because you're right. It's always women. We've got like seven steps to this, ten steps. Who has that kind of time? Man, oh. Uh -uh. Absolutely. And I think part of the problem is the decision makers in the beauty industry are still men. Yes, And there's true. a disconnect between the people who are creating the product and the people who are actually using the product. And, that, and, and it goes back to breaking barriers, which was what we talked about in the beginning. You know, we have to see the world from a place of possibilities, from a place of opportunities. And there are so many things where we can break barriers, bring solutions, bring new messages, and bring new voices and new products, new services to the center stage. I totally agree. And we are, even though it's been a little slow, we are breaking those barriers, finally. We really are. Thanks to women like yourself and, you know, and others. Well, Gabby, my last question is, we have a very large um, Spanish-speaking and bilingual listenership, and I would love it if you would say something to the listeners in Spanish. 
Yes, fantastic. Bueno, a todos los que hablan español y nuestros bilingües, les quiero decir, bueno, soy Gaby Natale, la autora del Círculo Virtuoso, uh, les quiero decir que lo que buscas ya está en ti, libéralo. Lo que están buscando ya está en ustedes mismos. Lo he visto en tanta gente que ha empezado de tan abajo, tan abajo, y ha llegado tan alto por creer en justamente eso. Lo que ustedes están buscando adentro suyo, esa fortaleza, esas ganas, esa perseverancia, esa creatividad, ya está en ustedes. Libérenlo. So that's my message for them. Well, uh, one of the things on my New Year's uh, list is I have already paid for and signed up to learn to speak Spanish. Yes. <laughs> I have been saying that, Gabby, for 20 years. And this next year, I'm learning. I've already signed up and paid for it. It's just such a beautiful Yay! language. Yes, it's such a – you guys sound like you're having so much fun when you're talking. <laughs> and I want to – I'm like, what did they say? I want to get in on it. And, I'm, I mean, I've signed up and paid for it. So, yes, yes, thank you. I, so I love it because when you, when you learn a new language, mm -hmm. it's like you have a superpower yes. to enter a new world. I wish I had more time to learn more languages yes. because – I love it's, it. It's a superpower. You know, uh -huh. you understand the lyrics of music, uh -huh. the way they were written. Uh, you understand, you know, backstories. You understand jokes that yes. cannot be translated or don't make sense when you translate them. Yeah, uh, exactly. So you're going to love it. I think you're going to have a wonderful time learning Spanish. Oh, I know that I am because I'm so eager <laughs> to learn it and I'm just hanging on, you know, as you were talking a minute ago, I'm just like trying to see, can I understand and look, is she saying any words that I've heard before? I'm just anxious to learn it. So, oh, I want to learn it so, so badly. But starting in January, I will, I, my classes start online. So lastly, for sure, Miss Gabby, how can people communicate with you or email you or social media with you? What is the best way? Where can they do this? Absolutely. You can look for me in all social media platforms at Gabi Natale, uh, GabiNatale.com. Or if you want to feel extra fancy with the hair, <laughs> your hairline, WelcomeAllBeauty.com. Oh, yeah. I'm going to that side as soon as we, we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so. Well, anyway, the book, again, is The Virtuous Circle. And I have so enjoyed speaking to the author, television personality, entrepreneur, leadership, mentor person. Gabby, you are just uh, the total package and gorgeous to, to add with that. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you for the opportunity. Thank you for allowing me to share the message of the virtual circle. And as I always say, we never know who is on the other side listening mm -hmm. and what life we can touch today. So thank you so much for the opportunity of sharing your audience with me. Absolutely. And thank you again for the book, especially. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you uh, next year about another project that you may be doing. Of course. Absolutely. Okay. Have a great holiday season. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.